The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. My powers have doubled since the last time we met Count. Hey! Suffering. Death! dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. I will be the most powerful Jedi ever. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's jealous. He's holding me back. You don't know the power of the dark side. I must obey my master. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Aren't the droids we're looking for? Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Do my only help. Hello there. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. I, 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 Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, Jedi. Mandalorians, and all the rest of you people in the galaxy far, far away. In the words of the prince from Zamunda, Merry New Year, everybody! Merry New Year! Happy New Year. In this country, we say Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you for correcting my English with stinks. I am Nanja Ibuko, exchange student from Cameroon, <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy 2023. The NFO is bringing it in strong this year. We're doing it right, only as we can possibly do it. I am one half of your hosts. I am a pro wrestler. I am a champion from a galaxy far, far away. Current champion. In two promotions, I think. Is it two? Or is it three? Two. Two. Yes, two promotions. I am the Greek god Papa Don. You're also also the mark that didn't, that don't give his boys credit for uh, making t shirts. Keep going. Before I was rudely interrupted, allow me to reintroduce myself. I am the Greek god. Papadon, a.k.a. GGP, the Star Wars aficionado, and the Mizar, who doesn't give credit to the to the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who made my most recent shirt, Dr. Arroyo. But before we get there, introduce yourself, sir. I am smarter than 21B, more technical than FX7, the god of stealing this New Year thunder, and the man who... <laughs> The man 
I'm not looking at you. Leave me alone. I'm in the middle of my intro, lady. Come on, what's wrong with you? Oh, we gotta start all over again. Thanks, Shower. You blew a spot. The word I'll chop this part out. I am smarter than two would be, more technical than FX7, the god of stealing that New Year's. And the man who you damn well believe would know how to swim when he makes a prison break. In an island, Dr. Destroyer. Alex Roy. Oh, look who's caught up on his Andor. I caught up on Blandor. How dare you, sir. You done with it or no? I'm done with it. Did you like it? Uh, yes, that's it. Um, so, did I like it? So, there are parts of it that I really liked. And the other parts just really dragged on to infinity. And I felt like I was watching some kind of, you know, avant-garde movie where characters kept popping up i'm like who the fuck is that person like i I, who's this chick i have no clue who's that chick i have no clue what are we doing now i have no clue i don't know if it's because i watched it over the course of like i don't know three months or whatever whatever so i finished it like uh, two days ago so it you know when it was good it was good and when it was boring it was boring oh so it's like marriage yeah well i guess true um pop um <laughs> she walked away. She walked away. There was no make you a sandwich. Yeah. There was there was really no in between. It was like it's either oh this is great or God, I want to fall asleep right now, which I did a few times. Question: Would she get mad at me when I come to your wedding and I bring a loaf of bread and give it to her, tell her to make you a sandwich? And uh, probably beat you up with the head with it. So <laughs> you, you better make sure it's 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 a new loaf of bread and not a stale old one. Would it would it, would it pop you? I work for the pop. You listen. I, I love working for the pops. You know that. <laughs> you know that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2023. Another year here. Thank God, another another good year. Hopefully, this year will be better than last year for many. Um, and uh, we're gonna try to do the NFO even better this year. I know that's pretty de- hard to do because we're already kicking ass and taking names. We are. Um, yeah. We are the most entertaining, most color outside of the the lines podcast you'll ever hear about Star Wars. You have two good-looking guys, a third good-looking guy who's not here because he uh, broke his foot kicking the crap out of someone at the uh, the U.S. Postal Service. But um, <laughs> we miss his bureau. He went. Post- he, went he went. His foot went postal. His fear, his foot went postal. So we have two good-looking guys here who aren't herbs, who can actually get laid and actually have a good time and be entertaining and not be like, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, guy. So anyhow, I digress. Not that there's anything wrong with the herbs and the nerds in this community. You're more than welcome to listen to our show. You're more than welcome to buy us drinks at the bar. Well, it's cool. We'll take the blue milk, the spiked blue milk. That's no problem. But uh, I'll buy your death sticks. <laughs> nice. Um, so let's get down to brass tacks, ladies and gentlemen. This show we haven't recorded in a while because of the holidays. This episode right here, I don't even know what number episode we're on, but um, uh, one seventy three. It looks like. Gotcha. One seven three. So make sure you play those numbers when you got you know running in numbers. <laughs> that's so. That's so New York. I love it. I love it. Um. But this episode is going to be a lot of rumor, a lot of speculation, a lot of sexual Nintendos because sexual there's, a lot, Nintendos. there's a lot of things going on right now uh, in the world of Star Wars. 
a lot of hype. And uh, unlike Public Enemy, uh, when they tell you don't believe the hype, some of it you might have to believe, some of it you may not take it with a grain of salt. Who knows? But the fun thing is we speculate responsibly, unlike most, like Mike Zero. But uh, let's get let's get down to it, dude. We like to start off the show. Um, little segment we call Marky Mark and his funky tweets. Full of uh, good sensations and sweet vibrations. Or did I get that wrong? Sweet vi- sweet sensations and good vibrations? I don't know. Whatever it is. Either way, put, it doesn't matter. Put the double A's in the rabbit and have a good time. Um... <laughs> Doc's like, I'll take two uh, But look, we know a guy You know a guy, his name is Mark Hamill Let's face it, he's the face that runs a place The heart and soul of Star Wars He's Luke Skywalker And what he has done He has captured the hearts of the millions And I mean The millions And millions He's with the millions of fans on the land of Twitter in less than 140 characters. And you can follow him at Mark Hamill. And what happened was there was a tweet by a person named at Wook Official. And it started at, where did your Star Wars journey begin? And he cleverly responded in witty, in all witty fashion at an audition. And that that set the internet ablaze in a good way because everyone was joining in, laughing and chiming in. They actually played the clip about him auditioning for the role. Um, yep. I don't know. I don't know if we have it. If you want to play it, Doc, oh, let me know. Let me see if I let me see if I can dig it out of the archives over here. I think there's some things we should talk about. I'm beginning not to like you. Well, how much uh, how much do you think she's talking about? million at least if this robot has information related to the destruction of organa major you'll be able to name the reward maybe i want huh it's being interesting uh, hands maybe maybe you should just drop us off i'm sure we'll be able to find someone willing to take the risk oh all right all right you got yourself a ship but where do we go from here I mean, they've taken her to find the hidden bases. How are we going to get to the rebels before she breaks? The Empire already beat us here. She's part of the royal family. They won't get any information from her. She knows the art of mind control. Still, she is our only link between us and the hidden bases. You're saying that we should follow them? No, I didn't say that, but it appears to be a logical alternative. No, no, that's impossible. But... They're in Alderaan. Nobody, I mean nobody, dares venture near the Alderaan system. Listen, I'm freebooter, not a revolutionary. You're on the wrong ship, son. Maybe the fact that no one would venture there voluntarily could work to our advantage. They probably don't think anyone would dare try. Don't you believe it? So, just make sure you don't kill the gerbil this time, but I digress. Um, And that's it, folks. I mean, Doc... Don't you love it when he comes back with those witty snazoos, snafus, See, or whatever they're called? He's not, not not just because he's Mark Hamill. Um, he's actually one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter. Um, you know, very few people have their tweets get sent directly to my phone, so I know they tweeted something. He's one of them. Um, Donald Trump was another one of them before, and that's why I got that Kofefi tweet, which is hilarious. Um, but um, 
He's great. Like you said, he, he truly is a national treasure for the Star Wars community. And just for the galaxy. And todo, as they say in Espanol. Um, isn't Lexan Steele and Peter North the other two guys you follow? Yes, exactly. Peter gotcha. North. Because my, my, my man, the king of shooting ropes, baby. <laughs> I got bad news for you, Doc. Uh, I can't shoot ropes anymore? Well, you can shoot ropes, but I got bad news for you. Okay. Like, like Wade um, Barrett used to say, like, like I got Barrett. some bad news. That was a pretty good bad Wade Barrett. Yep. Solo 2 is entirely fan-driven because a sequel is not a Lucasfilm priority, says Ron Howard. Well, that's no surprise, hey? I mean, you know, the whole save Solo, bring Solo 2, what was the hashtag? Make Solo See, 2 happen. Rub solo two on my on my on my taint. I don't know. Um, it uh, you know, it really stuck as a fan thing for the most part. We never heard Lucasfilm say anything about it. And based on, on what had happened with Solo at the box office, it was a long shot that that was going to be a possibility for well, us. So not I, not surprising, yeah. depressing. Yes, 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 yes. But the funny thing is, even though it did not perform. At the box office. Uh, uh, do you know something about this, right? What? You know something about not performing, right? I mean. No, I don't. Because I'm the, the alpha. That's what the blue shoes. for. the blue shoes for. Oh, sorry, Doc. You have mistaken me for, what, for somebody when else. When it's an audience of one, you know. <laughs> so. Uh, even though it didn't perform financially very well at the theater, the movie itself is a fantastic film, in my opinion. And a lot of people feel this way because they already, in the beginning, because of the backlash from episode eight, uh, Last Jedi, the poor marketing, the fact that Disney cannibalized this movie by putting it out two or three weeks after uh, Infinity War and yeah. Deadpool 2. I mean, like, it, it really, really, really was reaching for straws. It should have been a December release instead of a May release. But point being is, people are coming around and, and, and start building a following regarding this film, whether they watched it on Blu-ray or digital or whatever the case may be. And it's pretty sad now that they just turn a blind eye to it because I think if they made this a Disney Plus series, it would be fantastic. Oh, it would have an amazing home at Disney Plus. I mean, it's 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 basically a layup with the amount of shows they're putting out, or or if you want to say the amount of shows that they've announced and canceled. Um, this would be an easy way to come through. You know, give it six episodes. If they're nervous about it, six episodes isn't a much. You know, film it in the volume so it's easier for them to deal with, and then boom, let's see what happens. Yeah, but you know what gets me really upset, bro? And what really bothers me is they leave so much money on the table. Regarding this IP franchise, you have Darth Vader. People want to see Hayden Christensen do a Darth Vader series, right? If you don't know what to write about, yep. just rehash what happened in the comics. That series of the, the Vader comics, the first 25 issues, there's your first season. Boom. You want to say second season? Do the next 25 issues that, that, that take place. Point being is there's a lot of reference material that could be used. Oh, make Solo 2 happen. You could do a Solo... Lando buddy cop series, the adventures <laughs> of, of them together. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want to just do solo, it, it, it could be called Trading Falcons. There we go. Nice pop. Um, 
you could do Kira and the uh, what do you call it? The um, Red Dawn. Yeah, Crimson you know, Crimson Dawn. Crimson, Sorry, Red, Red Dawn. Red Dawn that she gets once a month. Yes, uh, the Crimson Dawn series. It would have Maul in it, teaching her the ropes and all this stuff. I mean, there's so much stuff that you can do. Um, you can do. Uh, I mean, I've always wanted to see a Beckett series with with, uh, with you know with his crew right before Solo. You know, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, it's just so much that they can do that they don't do. The Bounty Hunter series. I mean, it's just that that writes itself. The Bounty Hunter series. Pit them. Pit five of the best Bounty Hunters. Leave Boba Fett out of it against each other. Looking for one specific bounty, and they're fucking tripping over each other. They got some comedy inside there. You got some ruthlessness inside there. It writes itself. It's fucking killing me. Oh, absolutely. You could do the Old Republic. You know what I'm saying? Um, you could do a series just called Mandalore about what happened in Mandalore. You know, past, present, and future. I mean, there's so much stuff they can do, and they're not doing it. Um, they have the story of Maul. Uh, what was that comic called from Dark Horse that they kept in canon? Um, yeah, when Sons, got, of da- Sons of Dathomir? No. No, the one where he got captured by uh, by by uh, by um, Palpatine and he escapes and he fights Duke and all that stuff. You guys can make that an animated movie. You know what I'm saying? Take the books. You have New Dawn. You have the Thorn trilogy. Both of them. You have um, Tarkin. You have uh, Dark Disciple. You have all these great stories that are on and uh, that are in book form. Uh, Dooku, um, Jedi Dooku? Lost, all the stuff that you can either throw out uh, as uh, some form of animation, or you can. And everyone responded well to Dooku. Look at Tales of the Jedi. Like, I just don't understand why they leave so much money on the table. They have they have so much stuff they could do, and and and, and what everyone's talking about now is just. Oh, a series that's going to take place after the sequel trilogy. Nobody wants to see that right now. They need to clean in-house first and do what everybody wants to see now and worry about the sequel trilogies later. Yep. Meaning that if the rumors are true that Filoni and Favreau are building up to make this, this the sequel trilogies even better through the Mandoverse and maybe or maybe not clean up the sequel trilogies by special editioning them and adding scenes and putting in old or unused footage or whatever the case may be. Do that first. Establish the foundation and then worry about doing a series that takes place after that time period. Let's Fundamentals, get... kid. Fundamentals. Oh, man. It just, it just behooves me to think, what the hell is going on? You have all this opportunity. You're leaving so much money on the table. It's just like, oh, drives me insane. Anyway. All right, enough venting, but that's the deal. Speaking, about... speaking, I agree. Speaking of animation, have you had a chance to catch the first two episodes of the season two of the Bad Batch? You mean the uh, mediocre batch? Ooh, what's some fucking fight words right there? Interesting. You didn't like it, huh? I thought I thought the two episodes were actually pretty cool. Um. I didn't say I didn't like it. Kicks off. Well, you call it mediocre, so that means that you didn't like it that much. No, I loved it, but um, I thought the whole gimmick of them heading after Dooku's war chest was a great idea. Yeah, you know, because we knew uh, Dooku is, uh, you know, he's got he's rolling the dough like uh, Kanye West over there, and um, 
it makes sense that he would be sitting on you know this massive fortune. We knew his family was was uh, was very wealthy, um, but then it also seemed that he was doing some nefarious things and stealing money from the planets that he was organized with and aligned with and all that stuff. Um, and he you know apparently had a ton of shit, like a ton of shit. It was like almost like watching them pillage uh, Elton John's or or Suge Knight's uh, you know uh, his cachet of stuff. Um, where they were flying away with everything, and they had the, uh, you know, the uh, the gimmicks in there, and gold. He's got just gold and fucking jewels sitting in chests all over there. It was pretty wild. Who had more money, um, him or Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> well, I don't know. Listen, it could have been like you know, double bladed uh, dildos inside those the rest of those uh, treasure chests. So I have no idea. We we only saw the two that uh, that the crew had uh, had popped up and, and pulled out. So who knows? I mean, he could have had anything inside there. I'm gonna put it past the old fucking geezer, horn dog. All right, so here's my take on the. It's uh, uh it's it's 700 uh, treasure chest full of uh, Playboy magazines. Right. <laughs> this was my favorite issue, Miss May of 1978. So here's my take on the two episodes. I thought they were fantastic episodes, well drawn, well illustrated, well done. It just didn't pop me. Meaning that you ended the season, season one, with the fall of Camino, and then moving Namase, Namasama, Makusa to uh, to what you call it, to that mountain from Legends where they do the cloning facility and they have that doctor dressed like Pershing. Um, yep. But then they start this season off, two episodes. Half hour each. Like, really? The first episode you started last year was an hour and a half. And it was a good two-episode story arc, but it wasn't gangbuster where you, you start hot and now I'm dying to see episode three. This felt like good episodes that are just part of the lineage of good episodes that would be like in the middle block of the series as opposed to starting off, you know, popping out some gangbuster stops uh things where people are like damn i gotta go back and watch the season one or damn i can't wait for this not to come back because they started off on the right foot and they started off hot it was very lukewarm at best in my opinion but it wasn't bad by any means of the imaginations i love the episodes i thought they were great um i like the development of the characters uh they went from being mercenaries to three men and a baby uh, Steve Gutenberg, Tendanza, and all that shit in there. Um, Recco is hilarious. Um, there was a lot of good stuff. That little Indiana Jones tribute. You let it go, Indy. Let it go. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yep, yep. For him and Sean Connery. Um, but again, it felt like a middle of the run type of episode. It wasn't anything that you could say, oh, you started off the season hot. It wasn't hot enough for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm still surprised because as someone who who is a P has a PhD in wrestling psychology, you know that you can't start everything off hot. Every once you have to change things up, you yes. got to mix things up, you have to slow burn things. Sometimes you have to build it. it yes, build yes, it. yes. But, but here's the kicker: When was the last time we saw the Bad Batch? What was the end of season it. one? I guess years, it was a the, year and a half ago, two years ago, something yep. like that, three years ago, whatever the case sure. may be. 
So if that is the case, whatever the time period is, a year plus, that we haven't seen the Bad Batch and anything new, you want to get new eyes on the, uh, you know, new viewers and you want to get them in, you don't put a regular two-story arc episode. You put in something that grabs the attention and grabs hold of them. And then, holy shit, what was I missing? Or holy shit, uh, what's next? This was just like, okay, adventure of the week. Nothing spectacular. You know, very A-team-ish. You start, you finish, whatever the case may be. They ended up with nothing. Okay, empty-handed. You know, Wanda Sykes, big deal. You know, Rhea yeah, Berman, yeah, big yeah. deal. Yep. You know, like, there was no flair to it. It was like, you want to go see flair. Woo! Woo! And you go and you see Arn Anderson. Great wrestler, one of my favorites, but doesn't have that pizzazz. That that's you know what I'm saying. He's just a yep. hard nose, hard line, ass kicker who give you your money's worth. But you go see Flair, you get the hair, you got the alligator shoes, you got the Rolex, you got the pizzazz, you have the charisma, you have all this fucking fancy fucking shit, and that attracts your attention. This it was good, solid, fundamental storytelling. Great animation, great everything. But there was nothing to hook you to say, hey, I want to watch the rest of the episode. When it was done, I went, oh, okay. That was yeah. good. That's yeah. it. That's my opinion. But anyway. I get it. I get it. I, I, I like the way they started. Like I said, I, I, you know, I you sometimes get burnt out of shows giving you this. Like take, for example, Andor. Like Andor's first episode, you know, the first couple of scenes were fantastic. They were great. I mean, they really like got you in there. And then it kind of felt flat. So I, I'm yeah, totally, I'm to totally against you on this. I know you are. I know you are. I know you are. We'll talk about that in a second. But I, you can't, you can't start off hot every single series. You have to be kind of slow burn. And I get it. I understand that they mix it up. I'm okay with that. Um, but I'm excited for the rest of it. I was excited to have it back. I watched both episodes back to back pretty rapidly once they came out, which, 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 which means you know I was interested. So, um, Put it this way. unlike Blandor, where I took How me dare. literally up until two days ago to finish the fucking series. Not a big fan. And I, I almost feel embarrassed to say that I didn't like it as much as everybody did. I was like, is something wrong with me? I, I yes. don't understand. Yes, there's something very wrong with you. I don't get it. I don't get you it. You got vaxxed and you lost your fucking mind. Oh, um, there you go. Oh, I knew it had to be something. Exactly. Um, the thing with... Uh, how can I put it? You You want to pay back your fans. Right, you want to put it this way. It's been almost two, two and a half years since we've seen Mando. Season yep. one, I mean, episode one of season three, better be fucking gangbusters. We've taken this long hiatus because of COVID pushbacks and you know, whatever the case may be. If episode one is not freaking fire, like blazing inferno fire, not campfire, then there's gonna be an issue. Because people are going to be like, we waited all this time for that. That's how I felt with this episode. It was great. But really, it was an hour and a half long like the first episode yeah, of season but... one. There was no Order 66. There was no Kanan. There was no, there was no ties. I mean, I mean, there was, but the very minute, really connective tissues to, to say, oh, that, that, that's part of the lore, this, that, the other. It was like, really? We saw some, some abandoned tanks. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, granted, Dooku and his Sereno, that was cool. But, I mean, really? That's what we waited for? 
You know, I was expecting a steak and I end up getting a a freaking taco instead. Like, eh, nah, nah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with tacos, all right. Especially the ones. Um, yeah, pop. Listen, teach their own. I'm not going to knock you for what you like and what you don't like. You know what I mean? Or anyone else. It's just my opinion. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. The fact is, you got to see from everyone's point of view. And I can see from your point of view. And I'm not saying you're wrong and I'm right. But just, it's how I feel. I was like, ugh. On a scale of 1 to 10, as far as this being quality, it was like an 8. Right? It's not bad. No, it's not. But it should have been a 10. Because we haven't seen them in so much, so long. So that you needed to re-grab the audience and give them a reason to come back. I don't have a reason to come back. You know what I mean? If I'm in a club and a chick calls me an 8, I'm happy. Listen. Last time Helen Keller told you you look like an eight, you did a fucking cartwheel. I remember that. So don't worry about it. But look, Bad Batch season two, uh, key Mandalorian connections are teased by their producer. In the latest SFX magazine, the Bad Batch supervising director and executive producer, Brad Rao, talked about upcoming installment and specifically teasing that it could explore the connection between itself and the Mandalorian. Rao stated that in the interview that Nala say Mama say Mamakusa meeting with the cloning expert who is sporting the same uniform as the Mandalorian's Dr. Pershing was not a coincidence. You see, Doc, there's no such thing as coincidences. Yes. No, not the shocker. And that the show will get into all of that. His exact quote was, that's not a coincidence, but I don't want to talk too much about what's going on. Um, we got to leave some things in the dark, but we get into all of that 100%. He also talked about, the producer also talked about some other aspects of season two, such as the relationship between Omega and the rest of the Clone Force 99. We have so much fun with these tough guy soldiers as the dads of Omega in season one. Um, it was a new thing for them. Now that time has passed. We're seeing how they're settled into their roles as a bunch of dads. One of the biggest cornerstones of this series is the inclusion of Omega and how she is different from the other clones. Jennifer Corbert, who's writer and executive producer, said in an interview that season two will continue to explore Omega's background. That sounds a lot dirtier than... uh, As well as her importance to the uh, Kaminoans. We definitely continue with learning about Omega's background and the reasons why she was with cloners Nala Say and Lama Su on Camino, but the batch don't care what she is. All they know is that she's their sister, their squad member, and that's it for them. Corbert also asked was also asked about Boba Fett, who's obviously a clone of Django Fett and Omega's brother, but the producer stated that the two will not interact at this point in the timeline. Where Boba Fett is at this moment is a very different path to Omega. They're on a different journey, uh different journeys at the moment. So, with all that, all that being said, people want to see Omega and Boba Fett touch, touch, and oh, they're not getting it. Illegal somewhere. It's okay. It takes place in Alabama. We're good. Um. So, what you, what do you have to say about that? They're going to touch base on the Mandalorian and the cloning. This is all going to come into somehow Grogu and the Emperor's cloning process and trying to do a freaking, yep, a backdoor oh. freaking contingency planned. Well, I, uh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. Well, Welcome I think to the show, actually, Doc. Yes, I think it's um, 
I think it's great that they're linking all the shows and not just the live action shows um, because we do not discriminate in Star Wars. We, yeah. enjo- we enjoy our live action. We enjoy our animated. We enjoy our media print stuff, except the Old Republic bullshit. I mean, the High Republic bullshit. Um, which, listen, if, you, if that's your thing, absolutely. So having that, like you always say, connected, connected tissue there, especially in the Disney Plus stuff, I think is probably one of the more important things they could do. And if they learn anything from Marvel, it's that they need to do that because that's how you weave a good story over a long period of time. So I'm all for it. I'm excited about it. Um, would love to see crossover characters because I think it'd be cool. Um, and I think we're ready for all this stuff. Um, let's see the cloning stuff that that they did that's going to tie into the Mandalorian. Let's figure out, you know, the origin of Grogu if he's, you know, clearly he was he was alive back then. So um, if they want to do it that way, absolutely. Let's do it. What about Boba Fett not showing up? I, I'm okay with that. I think I think we need a, a little bit of a rest from Boba Fett at this point because how dare you? And I know I know it's it's almost sacrilegious, but you know he you know I was talking to one of my friends this week, who's one of my one of my colleagues' uh, husbands, and he's a big Star Wars fan as well. Doesn't listen, listen to the show, no, doesn't listen to the show, but whatever. And he's no good. Exactly, he's a piss of shit. No soup for you. Um, I'll and he's like back to make him humble. No, and he's like, listen, they did Boba Fett dirty. You know, they had a perfect IP to do him the way he should be done, and they didn't do him. And I was like, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's hard to argue with that because it really is the case, you know. So I think let's put Boba on the shelf for a little bit. Um, maybe you know, rethink him, get him off the Power Rangers with the the Breakfast Club Power Rangers. I heard. And uh, uh, what's the rumor? Are they going to give them a show? No, 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 no. He's, they're going to give a season two. That's for sure. But, no, uh, the power, the Power Rangers. Oh, I hope no. Oh, fuck no. Hope not. Um, here's the rumor that I heard. Now I don't know how how true it is because the source that I heard it from is totally full of shit, but it does kind of make sense in a conspiracy thinking type of way. Allegedly, allegedly, Kathleen Kennedy gave the okay for the Vespa carrying to Robert Rodriguez. And Robert Rodriguez went to her instead of going directly to Favreau and Filoni, right? When Favreau saw this, he flipped the fuck out and says, no, we're not putting him in the show. And he walked off the set. Then, allegedly, I heard that they told him to come back because they needed his help. And when he came back, he implemented the two episodes, one with the Mandalorian and the other one with Luke and Grogu, because they couldn't put out any more episodes to fulfill the eight episodes, you know, um, I guess mandate or whatever the case may be. Quota. I'm not. I'm not buying this. Why not? You don't think those two episodes don't fit in that series whatsoever? It's because I'll tell you why I'm not buying this. It's because if you look at at, at the writing credits, it's fucking Filoni and Favreau. I mean, they wrote this fucking steaming piece of shit. It's their I, piece, so. I. Who knows? You might be right. I'm just telling you what I heard. And there's a lot of shit that I hear now that kind of makes sense, and some of it doesn't make sense. Case in point, the fucking civil war that everyone was denying, but yet you have Favreau and Filoni saying they were hiding dailies by, you know, with a placoon mask, digitally enhanced placoon mask on the character, and the only people who watch dailies are the producers. And who's the producers? 
them two and Kathleen Kennedy. So why were they hiding? Yeah, them but are? no, but I think it's also people who are working on the show. So the people who work on the show it's not don't film, know brother. Know. It's not film. It's a transferable digital platform thing. It's not film anymore. You can't worry about someone getting a hold of film. You you send an email with a digital fucking daily to the fucking right person. Boom, you're good to go. Unless they have some kind of hacker online who's gonna hack into it. Come on, come on now, please. I don't know. I'm not buying it. All right. I'm not buying Please. that story. I, you know, I, I think if Filoni, if, if I were writing the show, are going to write those fucking stupid things into it, and 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 they would know about that immediately. He says they're actually writing it. I don't think Rodriguez went rogue on this and was like, oh, we're going we're gonna to put this fucking Power Rangers gang inside here to do. Th- I don't. I don't think that happened. You don't think Rodriguez has done that before with Terry's other fucking show? Uh, you haven't seen some of that flavor in, in his other writings, like Spy Kids and all this other stuff. The dude's a fucking director. He's a director. He's not a fucking He's writing that shit. Come on. Dude, he's the one who came up with all that. Him and his kids. I'm not kidding you. He's 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 not writing Star Wars, though. I don't think Flafloni... I didn't say I believe it either. I just said allegedly in what I've heard. Kind of makes sense to me how those two episodes are the two best episodes of the series, and they stick out like a sore thumb compared to everything else. I don't know. You know what I mean? They also also wrote those, too. They had to write Mando into there because they needed to get him back onto the show, so... I don't know. We'll see. But, okay, anyway. okay, so 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 then explain this to me, all right? If, if that's the case, if if they if they didn't have eight episodes or whatever it is, and they went back and did those two episodes, hmm. then 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 that means they had to go back and refilm all the rest of the episode after because Mando was in all those episodes. Oh, he wasn't. He was in. It was the episode he showed up, and then Luke episode. Yeah, and, and then, then the, the finale. last two episodes, he was with them. Yeah, yeah. So if if they had six episodes written, they needed two episodes. How is it that the last two episodes have Mando and Grogu inside of it? I don't know. You might be right. Supposedly, there's a lot of left, a lot, a lot of footage left yeah, on yeah, the cutting room floor that's, too. That's always, that's always. I heard that uh, with the Tuscan tribe, the girl that that beat his ass was the little kid's mother. That that what little kid? Remember little little, little Tuscan raider. That he went on the mission with, well, he that he almost got killed by the uh, yes. Harry, Harryhausen jabroni. Yes, that was his mom, and that he, he felt the wife, not a wife, the mom and Boba got feelings Ooh. for each other, and that he took the kid under his wing and ended up being those were the last two people that he had to bury, which they didn't show. Remember, those two people weren't there. Yep, yep. So I don't know how true it is, man. Again, I, don't know. I wonder what those Tuscan Raiders look, look and smell like under that mask. Oh, like a like a grilled cheese sandwich, stale grilled cheese. Um, <laughs> let's 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 get into something uh, more feasible, like the Mandalorian synopsis. Teases what's to come in the next season, and the synopsis is the journeys of Mandalorian of the Mandalorian through the Star Wars galaxy continue. Once a lone bounty hunter, Din Djarin has reunited with Grogu, says the synopsis. Meanwhile, the New Republic struggles to lead the galaxy away from its dark history. The Mandalorian will cross paths with old allies and make new enemies as he and Grogu continue the journey together. Very vague, but what, what do you take from this? Uh, that sounds like um, the synopsis for season two and season three and season one, so... Um, they're smartly not giving us anything, which really makes a lot of sense. I'm okay with that. I really don't want them to give me anything. I'd rather walk in there cold um, and not have to uh, have any 
expectations or any concerns about what's going to happen, what's going to come. I just want to enjoy it de novo. Yeah, but the New Republic struggles to lead the galaxy away from its yeah. dark history. You don't think the that's Republic a little... is consistently fucking struggling. That's all they do is struggle. They're like a, they're like the single mom of the galaxy. Gotcha. Let me uh, ask you: what, what, What's their dark history? The Empire. But that's not the New Republic's dark history. I don't know. That's the Empire's dark history. Maybe maybe Mon Mothma was sniffing little kids like Joe Biden. I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? Oh, she 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 did the uh, the Epstein. Could be. Could, Could be. be. Um, you know Pedro Pascal? He had to get permission from the Mandalorian crew to join. Uh, the cast of The Last of Us. Yeah, we we knew this already because we we talked about this over a year ago. There was he was first. What is that thing? First something. First uh, first role. First call. Whatever it is on the Mando. So he needed to speak to them before he did anything. So we we knew about that already. That's old wow. news. I don't know why they're rehashing this again. This is a, a story that that we covered months and months ago. Well, probably over a year ago. You know what they say at the barbershop? Next, Mandalorian. And more rumors to bring back major Star Wars character from for a surprise cameo. So this may be a spoiler. Apollo, shut the hell up. I have been told Mon Mothma is relevant in the new shows. The site explains. She did create the Milita Military Disarmament Act, which has left the galaxy vulnerable to such an unknown threat. She's likely She is likely in these shows in a cameo-sized part. What do you take? You think we're gonna see Mon Mothma, Genevieve O'Reilly? Yeah, I, listen, she she was a, a pretty big bright spot in the Andor series. Um, I enjoyed her character. I enjoyed what she brought to the table. Um, and I think it would be silly if they decide to abandon her character because, um, you know, she has such a rich rich history in Star Wars to begin with. You know, being one of the uh, the leaders of the rebellion in the, in A New Hope. And uh, this chick looks exactly like uh, Mama did back then. So, um, and she's a great actress. So, let's do it. I heard you let her peg you on the table, and that the, the safe word was many bothans. Many, many bothans. That's what she was talking about when she was giving the speech. Um, it was only the hollow table, though. Gotcha. Pop. Yep. <laughs> That's what it was—the hollow table. Um, Mandalorian star. Your abuela's favorite actor, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, Giancarlo. Teases retribution from Moff Gideon in season three. He says, you're going to get some Moff Gideon. I mean, I always want more Moff Gideon. I've got to be honest with you, but you know, you're going to get a good amount of Moff Gideon. Esposito shared with TV Line. You always want to see the phoenix rise from the ashes. Or you want to see a nefarious villain rise from the ashes. And believe me, he will. Bum, 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 bum. That's, that's, that's good news. I mean, you know, we uh, we we had assumed that we were going to see more Gideon. Um, you know, he didn't ultimately meet. Oh, he did not ultimately meet his demise at the end of season two. Um, and he was clearly fucking with everybody who was sitting in that um, in that hall over there. When it came to him, you know, giving uh, Mando the speech about the dark saber and you know egging on Bo-Katan and all of them over there, so I think um, he's going to be a necessary evil in the upcoming uh, season three. Will he be captured? Will he be free? Will they trade him for Brittany Griner? I hope you know, not. 
No one, no one knows. No one knows. So, question: Do you think he's a Mandalorian? I don't think he's a Mandalorian. No. You think he's just a fanboy for the uh, would culture? Would be an interesting, interesting turn of events if he wasn't Mandalorian and holding the man, you know, the the dark saber. I just think he's he he recognized the power that the dark saber has, sought it out, destroyed whoever was wielding it at that point, and then you know made the power his own to try to you know get some get some old school Vader respect. Gotcha. Makes sense. The lightsaber without the training. I allow it. Do you know? Do you know what a ghost track is? So I do know what a ghost track is. Um, as as a lifelong music fan, I do know what a ghost track is. A ghost track is a track that is not listed on an album that you purchase. That is may or may not be at the end of a um, a song. You know, five minutes, seven minutes, ten minutes afterwards, see a song is lasting long for no apparent reason. You don't know why. You fast forward and you see a ghost track in there. One of the more famous ghost tracks was um, a ditty called Majesty, Her Majesty, uh, on the Abbey Road album from the Beatles. Never heard of it. Yeah, exactly. Never heard of her. Um, so, yes, I do know what a ghost track is. Why do you mention a ghost track, Papa Don? Only because there's rumors and news and speculation and a bunch of sexual Nintendos and innuendos that John Favreau and Dave Filoni are producing another new spin-off show, and it is the working title, Ghost Track 17. Now, this was in the latest issue of Production Weekly. Now, it's labeled as an untitled Star Wars project, but here's the deal. Uh, Many thought it might be the new film from Taika Waititi or Damon Lindelof, but now it's sporting a working title, like we said, Ghost Track 17. And here's the kicker. If you guys remember, way back when, the show Skeleton Crew had a working title called Grammar Rodeo. So what I'd like to do is tongue-in-cheek with these working titles. It subliminally tells you what the show is about. Grammar Rodeo had to do something with a Simpson episode where Bart and his friends get lost on an expedition. By telling their moms, we're going to go over here, but they end up getting lost and ending up in somewhere where they don't know, which is basically the same. Over here now. You're over here now. It's the same same exact scenario with what the show and the synopsis of what the show is going on with the kids being lost um, in beyond space, right? Yes, correct. Then the working title for Ahsoka happened to be something to do with the Lord of the Rings and dealing with Gandalf the White. I forgot the exact name of it. But many feel like this is her Gandalf the White moment, like at the epilogue of Rebels, with the white cloak and on that staff and all that stuff. But now with Ghost Track 17, people are like, oh, the ghost has to be Rebels. I don't know. Because you said it best, Her Majesty was the 17th track on Abbey Road. Um, when you think of Majesty, what do you think of? Is it Leia? Is it Amidala? What do you think the show's about? All right, so what's your guess? I have a guess. Oh, let me hear your guess first, because I don't know why I have no guess. I have no skin well, in the you, game. You threw two, two, good, two, two good ones out there. When, the first thing I heard was Your Majesty. I thought of Amidala. And then I'm like, mm, well, it's really not... A super ton of meat in that bone. 
uh, unless they're going to pull the gimmick that she's still alive, which would be a tragedy because then it kind of unless it's a prequel. Yeah, but but we're gonna get Natalie Portman come back. She's fucking forty. Listen, she's forty six. Still, I can look behind me. I'm still, I'm still tap that ass. But um, it doesn't make much sense for her to come back. And what is she gonna do? I, it's, I, do I want to see her in in her like in her puberty years? I really don't want to see that. I'm good. Her and Anakin um, together, de-aged? No, no, not. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Um, then you think of Princess Leia. Are they gonna continue the story with Princess Leia? And I'm like. Uh, I don't think that's going to be Billy Bobby Brown? Problem. Well, I know. I get it. Maybe. But I think the thing that, you know, I had the aha moment that dawned on me that this may be about. If you're looking through the lens of the Mandoverse is Bo-Katan. They may give Katie Sack off her own series. To do some kind of Mandalore thing, either prequel to the Mandalorian or during the time or after the Mandalorian, after she has to deal with whatever happens in season three of the Mandalorian between the two of them, um, and spin off from there, much like they did Boba Fett. That is one of the best ideas and guesses you've had in a long, long time. I'm gonna double down on that one. That that's that's very plausible. I see it like a Game of Thrones, but on Mandalore, fighting for the throne, her trying to put the the the, the, the families together, and they're them saying, "Well, you didn't fight for it, so it doesn't count. Go fuck yourself." And then in comes the back door is the fucking uh, Moff Gideon, and he takes the fucking saber from her. Huh. Political intrigue, espionage, war. Come on, it's all there. Very interesting. Maybe she'll be a lesbian. Who knows? I'd watch that for a dollar. Me too. Right, listen, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And if it makes sense in the story, feel free to use it. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's... Hmm. Her Majesty. What else? What else is Her Majesty besides those three things that we said? Not much, right? Mm-mm. We think any royalty in the Star Wars universe. Um, Leia Amidala. There's not, there's really not much, you know, stretching past. And the Bo-Katan thing just, just kind of popped in my brain because I was trying to keep in the in the Mandoverse. Um, I'm trying to think. Kira, me? Was she the queen of the of, of the of the of the Black Sun? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll double down on your Mandalore thing, too. That's pretty cool. Good on you, Doc. Thanks, bro. Welcome. Um, do you know what's Kintsugi? Kintsugi, I think um, that's Bless the you. Japanese act of... Um, it's, it's, it's known Walking as... To, spl- to, to, to splash? No, no, that's Bukaki, sorry. Um, Hentai. Yeah, hentai. I have to I have to take a, a, a side note. Hold that Kusugi thing, okay? There's this, there's this. I, I'm a, I'm a big purveyor of ramen. I love ramen. It's delicious. My wife does. My son does. The big guy. We found this great restaurant called Samurai Mama or Samurai Papa. It's one of the. There's like sister restaurants in Williamsburg and Brooklyn, and they serve fantastic ramen there. They have a specific type of ramen that the broth is separate 
from the noodles. You have to mix it in yourself. And that specific ramen is called bukake ramen, okay? Oh, fuck. Just like the word in the porno industry that they say when they're doing a bukake, which is, you know, does a cookie co- cookie. Does with- it come with crackers? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Little, little oyster crackers, like in the Greek. Uh, <laughs> like the Greek uh, uh. So we get there, and my son, I think he was like 16 at the time, or whatever it was. He knew what the word meant. So we see it on the menu, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know what this means. Like, why is this here? So the waitress comes over, very beautiful young lady. And I said, let me ask you a question. I said, explain to me the difference between the, your ramen here. You got this one, which is the, and then you got this one. She goes, that's the bukake ramen. She, she says bukake. So now I start to laugh. And then I'm like, well, how's it if she's like, well, you know, it's come separately. You mix it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to have this one. The bukake. Yes, the bukake. And my son is fucking cracking up. He didn't even want the bukake ramen, but he just ordered it just to ensure that she would say it again. And my wife is just glaring at me from across the fucking. Oh, she knows like, what it meant. Of course she doesn't do it. She's like, just, she's like, just fucking leave. She's like, you, fuck. this poor lady has said Bukaki seven fucking times that you've been there. <laughs> and when it came, I was like, is this mine? She, I was like, is this the? She's like, yeah, the Bukake. And I'm like, the Bukake. <laughs> and apparently in Japanese it means to splash. So you splash the 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 broth on top of the noodles, or you know, Peter North on top of the oodles of girls. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. So yes, kusarugi, kasarugi, indeed. Um, it's a uh, indeed the the, uh, uh, the, uh, the Japanese word you mentioned. You asked me if I knew what it meant. Uh, yeah, kintsugi. Kintsugi, yeah. So apparently, kintsugi is the Japanese art of repairing something with um, intentional lines in it to show where it was broken and how it was broken. It's Usually they do it with gold. Um, and this is something that they borrowed in the sequel trilogy where Kylo Ren fixes his mask with the red from with the, with the monkey. Remember the monkey that we never saw again? Um, with the red lines through the mask. But um, usually the Japanese do it in gold. You're right. Give the man I'm a, a toaster. I'm, I'm, I'm a very well-versed and well-read man, Papa Don, despite the fact that, you know, I'm otherwise a jabroni. And you know your bukkake and your kintsugi, so you're, you're on point. And my kai and tai and my suzukis and my Got it. Uh, ahsoka. Well, according to me- my osgas um, and my mudas. According to makingstarwars.net, there's a large, a large number of stormtroopers have been destroyed in the Ahsoka series uh, with their armor obliterated. Uh, kind of makes sense, I guess, when they went through the with the Purgle at the end of Rebels on that ship, the the Chimera, uh, with Thrawn. However, it seems the stormtroopers become reanimated with their armor fixed in a similar way to Kylo Ren's mask in Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, like you stated. Kylo's helmet was reforged and held together with blood red veins made from uh, Saracen iron. This procedure in the Rise of Skywalker was inspired by Kintsugi, a Japanese art, uh, which sees broken valuables such as antiques fixed with gold or silver to mend the broken pieces and put them back together. Unlike Ren's mask, the Stormtrooper's armor will be held together by golden veins. 
Uh, I know that tagging. Once again, seemingly being inspired <laughs> by the Kintsugi tradition. Now, make is it that uh, Kenny Omega and uh, Ibushi? Could be. Oh, that's the Golden Lovers, sorry. Uh, making Star Wars speculates that perhaps these troopers are brought back to life with their armor fixed by a variation of Night Sisters in the New Beyond, which I was thinking the same exact thing. But once again, this is merely speculation. These troopers supposedly serve Grand Admiral Thrawn, a.k.a. Lars Mikkelsen, if it's the rumors are true, and will take orders from Balon, a fallen Jedi uh, who survived Order 66, who's played by Ray Stevenson, and also oh, has... Roger. Yes. Who also has a apprentice uh, called Shin, who will be played by Ivano Sakno, the Russian chick. Um, Sakno! Yeah. Thrawn's second-in-command is Balon, and who, like I said, is a former Jedi, and they're led into battle by Balon's apprentice, Shin, played by Ivano Sakno. The primary objective of Thrawn and the troopers is to hunt down Ezra Bridger, Sabine Wren, and Ahsoka Tano. So, that was a big rumor that hit the internet, and it went mm. fucking ablaze, like Johnny Blaze. And I love every fucking minute of it. Um, yeah. I want to. Sounds, sounds great already. Because they put, I mean, look, they were talking about the undead army that, that Thrawn had, Night Sisters in Anubia. This, this all fits together like a puzzle, it comes together. What other fucking great way? Yeah. What other? Exactly. What a 30 seconds of pleasure. Give you 18 years of payments. Um, what other great way to bring zombies on mm. the army of the undead into Star Wars? You know what I mean? Like they, they had it yeah. in. I heard they had it in Legends where there was some yep. kind of virus that reanimated like stormtroopers on the ship. And it was Correct. zombie stormtroopers. Dude, they're making it happen if this is the case. It'll be fucking money. It'll be something totally different, yet it'll feel like Star Wars. And I would love to see Kintsugi stormtroopers with golden freaking, uh, you know, seals holding the armor together. And yep. some. Uh, it's perfect. The second I read this, I was like, how fast can I make this do a custom? Ah. <laughs> Which is Pretty easy. Oh, because I have oh, plenty of stormtroopers oh, lying custom, around. You mean custom action figures, or yes, you want to see custom, custom wrestlers doing customs for you? No, no, no cu custom <laughs> action action figures. Uh, 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 tremendous. The answer is very easy. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you're very talented so as well. It's uh, thank, thank you, sir. Because I would love this. I think this would be a fabulous idea if it's true. I think it would be an interesting visual effect everything that piece is missing like we just said um and if he's controlling them he's got to figure out a way how to control them if they're brainless or mindless or whatever like you know typical quote-unquote zombies um but either way you have my attention and you know and what my else? curiosity and you know what else that means if what? you have balon and shin two evil Force users, two dark side force users. You You're gonna need, yeah, baby. And you know Ezra and Thrawn are 
are going to be facing each other in the main event. So who's in the undercard? Ahsoka and who? Luke motherfucking Skywalker. I'm going to bring Luke back in. Oh, hell yeah. You have to. You have to, you have to, you have to. I, I, I think you do. I think you have to. You have to give him his shine and his burn this way when they, you know, special edition episode eight, there's a rhyme and reason to where he is, where he is. You got to see the height and then you got to see the fall and the reason for the fall and all that other stuff. Otherwise, none of that makes goddamn sense whatsoever. Correct. So I'm on. I'm all for this, dude. I'm psyched about this Ahsoka series. A lot of rumors have come out uh, about Ahsoka confirming the world between worlds. Um, let's. T- I think it's time we go down Speculation Road to uh, Rumor Town. What do you think? Let's do it. I'm in. Passport's ready. All right. Multiple Ahsokas. That's Multiple Ahsokas. Number- so yes. yeah, I heard about that rumor where they're gonna try to they're gonna like pull her. And this is going to be like a timeline thing, almost like a time jump, like a what if kind of thing as well, too, where they're going to show her through various ports of her life. Um, obviously, the Rosario Dawson, um, Ahsoka with a de-aged digital Hayden Christensen as a sky guy, you know, sky guy and fucking uh, snips over there. Um, maybe recreating some of their um, Clone War stuff. And then her young, you know, we already got the intro to that in the Tales of the Jedi with her, you know, being being a baby. So um, now that truly fascinating. You know, it's something that Star Wars really hasn't explored, um, especially if they're going to go through like a kind of what if world between worlds scenario. Um, that that was that of all the things that that, that we that we talked about this week really got my attention really got my attention because then we'll get to see multiple actresses playing or maybe ashley Eckstein coming back to the voice if they do it for the younger ones um so i think that would be cool correct world between worlds uh the world between worlds wbw allegedly would be the driver of seeing ahsoka at different times in our life like you said doc but it also serve as a learning to a what if like you said according to this making star wars um Fans will see mess- many possible outcomes for Ahsoka's life via this world between world and learn alongside Ahsoka that no matter what happens, all these moments lead to a particular major moment in her story. The moment will be her choice to leave the Jedi Order and how even if she did return, her outcome would be unchanged. In fact, making Star Wars reports that the fans will learn that if Ahsoka did return, she would have been the one that faced Anakin, Darth Vader, Skywalker, on Mustafar, and that she and not Obi-Wan would have bested him by utilizing the high ground. This is due to the fact that no matter what Anakin's fall had to happen to ensure Ahsoka and the Skywalkers ended up where they needed to be in the proper Star Wars timeline. In essence, the world between worlds was so Ahsoka that Anakin Skywalker was truly destined to fall to the dark side but along the way, fans will be treated to some of the different outcomes the World Between Worlds can offer, which will showcase some crazy moments like Clone Wars eras Ahsoka dueling with Anakin Skywalker on Mustafar. We just said that. I don't know why they repeated in the article. Finally, the World Between Worlds uh, front. It also sounds like Ahsoka will experience other visions, such as what would have happened if she killed Thrawn before Ezra used the Purgles. But like mentioned earlier, her destiny always 
remains the same no matter what the scenarios are altered through the world between worlds. Essentially, she will learn over the course of the series that she must embrace her destiny and that she can't change it. As the making Star Wars speculates, this is probably why she seems at peace by the time she's chilling with Luke Skywalker in the Mandoverse. So the Ahsoka series may take place a bit earlier than some of the Mandoverse content released to date. Interesting. The, the portion where they discussed her being the one to face Anakin and Musafar, fucking fascinating. Oh, so let's, let's play, so let's play a scenario in, in, in our head, okay? She's sitting at the gate between the world between war, worlds, and she's seeing... You know, not even flashbacks because they, you know, things that didn't happen, but she's seeing potential alternate universes of the things that could have potentially happened if she made this pathway, if she made this, if she made this choice, if she did this, if she did that. And one of those pathways she's staring at is her on Musafar facing against Anakin, her being the one to dismember him and kill him and murder him. Imagine this. Now we get. Five minutes scene, I don't know, three minutes scene, whatever you, you want. You see her it. saying, You are my brother, Anakin. I love Ten you. Ten minutes scene. Ten minutes scene, whatever it is, of her and fucking Anakin going to town on fucking Musafar, lava, whole nine yards, their fighting style is different. Now we get basically a redo of the whole fucking thing. It's like WrestleMania 25, WrestleMania 26. Let's fucking run this back, but different. I mean, how many times have we said, you know, if I did this in my life? How could my life would it? How would have my life been if I just did this? Would it? What, what would have changed from this or for that? How amazing is that going to be if that's the case? Spectacular. If I it didn't really, talk to, it really will be. If I didn't talk to Papa on at the Looter Show, I wouldn't be in this shit podcast right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I would just punch you in the face, we talk about wearing girl shoes. That's all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, they sell them men. They sell them men sizes. I was like, oh, "You're that asshole, huh?" <laughs> Listen, Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader. That's another rumor. Uh, what about it? I don't know. I didn't read the article. We're that, now. that we're going to see both of them together. No, making Star Wars also confirming that Hayden Christensen's back and his face will be shown. In particular, he will appear as Lord Vader from Revenge of the Sith. Oh, Mustafar edition. Apparently, he has been training for these sequences, and fans should expect to see Anakin fight Vader in more than one way in the series. Oh, no, to see Ahsoka fight Vader in more than one yes, way in the series. I, was gonna say, that's gonna be interesting. I heard they're going to redo the the um, the Rebels season two, where they're fighting on the uh, in the Sith Temple, hmm. where he goes, "Revenge is not the Jedi way." I am no Jedi. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, would would be interesting. I, you know, the question is, how many times did they actually meet before the whole fucking drama happened? So, you know, if they don't want to screw up the continuum of the time frame so much, they're going to have to redo some of the stuff. I and mean, we said this before. Like, I don't, I don't mind them redoing things that they had dealt with in the past. I have no problem with that. I think it's a great idea, um, especially if it was animated. And now they could, you know, bring it to to, to live action. Do you think this is uh what's the right word? This will be Filoni's grandest opus or whatever it's called? I think I think Dave 
is going to bring it for the Ahsoka story. I mean, we, you know, we a couple weeks ago we had some interview with him where he was chatting about what she means to him and and we you know how Ahsoka is this and that and blah 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 to him and all this other bullshit. So I, I think truly it, this is going to be his, you know, so, his his Madam Butterfly. Now, hmm. Do you think they're going to reset everything? The sequel trilogy? Like, ooh, are they going to world between worlds, the sequel trilogy? I don't think Be- so. Because, let's face it, it could be really easily done, just like Crowbar on our show talked about. Because in episode nine, we hear Ashley Eckstein's voice as Ahsoka, as a force ghost at the end. Yes. Well, we know... That it's not Ashley Eckstein's voice with Rosario Dawson playing the role. Correct. I don't think they will. I, I think it's it's a little too a little too deep in the Disney woods for them to start reconning stuff. I think you know, I think that what you mentioned previously about them doing a special edition kind of thing where you know they enhance the the the, sequ- the, the sequels and they kind of go from there. I think that's where they're going to go with this. I don't I don't, I don't think they're going to start ripping the fucking place apart. Down to the studs. And just find you and I. <laughs> hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. You feel you feel differently? No, I don't. Because I'm with you. But at the same time, there's something in my gut telling me. The same thing that told me Luke Skywalker was going to show up. That that's something. Something. This is, this is going to be the pinnacle. The crossroads of where everything's going to be. The wind is going to change. And. Shit's going to change for the better, hopefully, because either we're going to retcon the sequel trilogy or something's going to happen with the sequel trilogy, whether it's special edition the fuck up or I don't know. But I just. I don't know. Something has to change because they're implementing. They're implementing this world between world and this world between world has some kind of ripple after effect. That cannot yep. be denied. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just touch yeah. and say, eh, you know, my bad. Let's they, go over here. They, uh, they, got, they got an out, you know? I mean, if, if they really wanted to do it and they could build a rich story around it that makes sense, they got an out. Um, you know, it would obviously be them owning up to the fact that they've kind of fucked up with the sequel trilogy stuff. So do you, um, think, do you think Dave was planning this all along and just waiting in the cut like Batman? For the for no, the right I, time, because no, this I was this was think, this was announced in in, in Rebels, this world between yeah. worlds was this is Ace yeah, up his sleeve over ten years ago, right? Yeah, it wasn't a season three or four Rebels, yeah, season four more than ten more than ten years ago. No, 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 not more than ten years. 20, well, ten years would be twenty twelve, dude. Rebels came out like in Disney's had the IP for ten years. Yeah, and Rebels and Rebel Rebel season four is probably twenty sixteen. So. Whatever, five, six years ago. No, it had to be, had to be longer than that. No, think. dude. We'll look Go ahead, look it up, Buttercup. We're, We're getting old, you know. The, the time goes by a different way. <laughs> Pop. Um, listen, you and I age like wine, unlike most that age like milk, so we're good. Um, it's the truth. Look at you, Mr. Slim I, Guy. You're looking good. Yeah, look at you. Got a haircut. Hey, look at working out every working out every day like a fucking animal. Trying to look good for the wedding, knock her up again. Hell yeah, it. 
Hell yeah. I'm not going to forget I'm good. I'm not doing that one. <laughs> you can't yeah. have a butt, baby. <laughs> Bro, <sighs> side quest. You want to hear a rumor I heard and I hope it's not true? Please. James Gunn is allegedly... and this Just is hired rumor, Henry Cavill as Superman. No. Is looking to hire Elliot Page to play Clark Kent. Uh, Oh my god. Listen, that will be the final nail in the coffin. The final nail. I can't imagine them ever recovering from something like that. Listen, she she kind of looks a little bit like his son, you know, Superman's son that's been rolling around the comics for the last couple of years. But she ain't no I'm sorry, he my I'm sorry, Elliot. I missed I mispronounced you. He is not Superman. This is not going to happen. Does she have a transition surgery? Does she have a penis now? I don't know if she has a penis, but she has no boobs. Well, that's neither here or there. But anyway, um, anyhow, back to back what, to the regularly scheduled. Whatever you want to be called with, sure, no problem. But I just I'm not calling you Superman. Can you picture? It'll it'll be super them. Oh shit! Imagine that. Oh. I imagine it's just a show it's just being called be super. That'll be wild. Super, just can, super. Can, can you picture the pictures, the 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 pitchforks and the torches at, at the gates oh, of Warner Brothers? They'll burn they'll burn DC down. They'll be done. Vince McMahon will come in and buy it up. <laughs> See that picture I posted of Vince today as Thanos? Oh yeah, as Thanos with the fingers that have to snap. Uh. <laughs> Dude, how fast did he come back to fucking the board? It's just like he held him up today, dude. It's like it's like I I I know it's like uh it's like uh being a uh, Hulk Hogan. You're like yeah yeah you could drop the end bomb. You could be right. You could fuck your friends. You know why? Ah, just give it like two years to come back. It's fine, bro. That doesn't work for me, brother. I'm I'm I want to come back in. We can't come back in. You know the TV rights you want to make the money off. You want to you want a TV? Yeah, you ain't getting it because I won't let it have it. Oh, you want to sell the company? I'm not letting you sell the company. I'll burn it to the ground before you get to sell it or make any money off TV. <laughs> Yeah, um, clean off that desk. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, that seat. Get up, uh, move. We'll put Vinnie Mac back in the seat. And the same people that fucking crucified him for leaving are now applauding that he's back. Like these people are all a bunch of horse. I love it. Dude, I wrestling love it. fans, first of all, the, 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 their attention span is about the same thing as a fucking bed bug. And then on top of the fact that they they don't even know what they want because they themselves don't know what's good or what's not good. Because they're all a bunch of fucking marks. Yeah, definitely. That's it. End of story. I, I agree. 100%. Um, so, I saw this little article. I, I wanted to go over it on the show. Star Wars finally explains the rise of Skywalker's Jedi voices. Did you read it? I did. Um, but I really don't recall what I read. Um, Fuck. I didn't want to read it. All right. All right. Oh, no, 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 no. I remember, I remember. So, they were talking about... How Exegol is like a fulcrum for Sith power. And this is why Palpatine had went, you know, his ham. withered dead butt. His what? He went all ham, hard as a motherfucker. He, 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 he did go ham. He looked like a ham, an old ham. This is why he went to Exegol to um, draw from the power of all the Sith. 
as you recall, when Kylo was rappelling into the cave, you know, the cave, he passed all these statues with all these, like, you know, you know all the famous Siths. Um, you didn't like see Revan there, did you? I didn't see Revan because he's not canon. He's not canon. Hey, um, fuck. No. <laughs> The uh, all the uh, all the Hollywood walk of Sith, um, as he was going down there, so that was the gimmick that he was there because he was attempting to draw on the power and all the power, you know, functionally making him all of the Sith. And then at the end, which um, he stated when, yes, which Ray, you know, gives him the gimmick and he she hears all the voices of uh, you know, the Jedi's past and. The Jedi's that you know were 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 prominent um, to the to the Star Wars mythos. Um, she becomes all the Jedi, so she had to draw on that power because she wouldn't be able to defeat all the Sith if she was not all the Jedi. Basically, the gist of the article. Correct. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, we knew about this already. I mean, uh, wasn't it wasn't a surprise. Um, they, they, they yeah. clearly state that stuff over there, and we know what it's there. But not everybody's so deep in the fucking woods like but, you and I regarding this IP, and we have to adhere to the masses. So, would you say I allow it or basura? I think it's fine. I mean, I, I think that that's what they were going for, and that's that, that's what that's where they were landing. So, do you think the execution was done poorly? Yes, I think it was done poorly. I think they, there was some some doctor video that was rolling around the internet a couple of months after Skywalker dropped, where they had, you know, behind oh. her that you saw the. Oh yeah, you ghosts. saw that video. You saw you saw that video where uh, yeah. uh, Kylo was plowing her from behind too. Oh yeah, I, know. I wish that, 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 that that's a different Star Wars. Um, <laughs> it's called the, the 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 rise of my Skywalker. <laughs> um, you know, the gimmick where, where, where all the ghosts are sitting behind her, standing behind her, and you know, using the the magic uh, voodoo powers that the, that that the ghosts have to defeat Palpatine. Um, which I think they 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 could have done it very easily. You know, I know they, they for whatever reason they wanted to be subtle, just to put the shine on Ray, um, because that's their girl. You know, that's their fucking uh, Mary Sue. That's my. That's your champion. That's my champion. As I make uh, you my champion, Joel Maximo used to say. As Joel Maximo used to say, um, it's um, it's un, it's understandable as to why they did that. Uh, do I think they needed to do that? Nah, I think it would have been much more impactful for us as the viewers. You know, yeah, they're, they're building her as a character, but they, again, they haven't done shit with her since then. Um, but it would have been much more impactful. If we would have seen. All of the prominent Jedi helping her, entering her, like one big Jedi Bukaki. <laughs> Bukake. <laughs> Bukake. Well, listen, let me tell you this. You're not too far off because, sir. You just made the list. Damn it, do this Bukake, ma'am. You just made the list. So you just made the list, my friend. I don't know if you heard me because we might have overtalked each other. Ladies and gentlemen, we do a segment on the show where we grab lists off the internet and we go through them for your pleasure and we let you know whether these lists are actually awesome or descata, basura, garbage. So, Doc, we have two lists here tonight. Yep, yep. Uh, which one you want to do? I'm doing Mandalorian. Go ahead. 
Mandalorian season three surprises that could match season two's Luke Skywalker twist. Oh, who called Here we that? go. Yeah, say it. Yeah, I was waiting for it. <laughs> didn't say. Didn't take long. Didn't take long. As usual with you. Fuck, dude, it ain't a fucking marathon. I don't get paid by the hour. This ain't no Did you come? Yeah, did you? Who cares? Yeah. Let's go to bed. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. Let's put TV on. Um, a mall flashback showing the Darksaber's journey. So that would be interesting to see how the uh, Darksaber passed from um, Darth Mizzal to um, we know that already, Sabine though. and Bo-Katan. Okay. And, uh, yep. but, they may, but they may show a flashback from there, so which would be cool. Um, Snoke's origin is teased by seasons one and season two. So we're talking about the Mama Say, Mama Sa, Mukakusa, um, and the, uh, the Dr. Pershing. And are they going to finally reveal? Yeah. I hope so. If not, I would go back. Um, they're going to show us how. Uh, you ever seen Monster Snoke Squad? Potentially. Yeah, of course. It's Monster okay, Squad. just make sure you know where the reference was from. Okay. Of course. Um, oh. Snoke's origin. Actually, you're cutting in now. Wait, you just cut in now. Wolfman's got nards. Wolfman's got nards. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, but you were cutting in and out, so I don't know what you're saying about right. Snoke's origin. I said that they potentially could show Snoke's origin with the tease of the Mamasa Masa Mutakusa. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> um, Leia is part of the New Republic in Mando's timeline. Yes, she is. Um, so maybe we'll get a appearance by Princess Leia. You know, they'll they'll shovel Carrie Fisher out of the ground and then and then bring her from over there. Um, Han Solo. Maybe, maybe they can use some kutsagi or whatever the fuck you call it. Some sake, yeah, sake. Tape, tape, taper off together with a little bukkake. It's kind of sticky. Um, now this is something that you've talked about, which I think is probably the most logical thing. Han Solo could be tied to the Mando's underworld, so we may see a Han Solo appearance, which I think would be good. I mean, and how easy would it have been to just roll Harrison Ford, who's doing all this de aging shit for Indy Five? Right into his fucking costume, so he could do the DH stuff from Mando. It's pretty easy, and they would have probably not cost them a dime because they did it already. What if? What um, if? How big of a pop would it be that if you see a DH Luke Skywalker on the screen, whatever, just kicking some ass or whatever, or walking into a fucking setting, and all of a sudden you hear, "Hey, kid," and they pan <laughs> over and it's fucking Han. That's four you owe me. <laughs> exactly right. Fuck. Saves his ass a pop. Oh! Hey, with the, the, uh, the, the, the Leonardo. <laughs> yeah. I, I finally watched that movie, by the way, uh, Once Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And oh, I, great I, movie. I, 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 was it wasn't the best movie. It was a little kind of weird, the way the story... Anyway. Um, Come on, Brad Pitt was awesome in it, though, dude. Brad Pitt was great in the movie, but the, the story was a little weak. Um, And I finally saw where he got the... And he did it, and he did it, and I went... <laughs> sure, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, we do that all the time, and I didn't realize it's for this movie. I was like, <laughs> I did it to him as he did. I was like, There's a, that's where it's from. It was hilarious. It was really funny. She's like, you're an idiot. Um, who saved Grogu from Order Sixty Six? Okay. Uh, which I think we we're eventually going to have to see. You know, we saw a little glimpse of it when he was getting scooped up and run, run out of there. Um. 
And that's it. You got the next one, big guy. All right, let's see. The next list is the 72 reasons why Sharon says, I can't believe I let you be inside me, you fucking prick. Yes, that's just 72. This is the short list. Oh, stream more than usual. (laughs) You're doing the math. That's 69, Doc. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking idiot. (laughs) Disney reveals the full list of Star Wars content with synopsis for 2023. Uh, Number one is Bad Batch number two. Okay, here's the synopsis. When the new season of Star Wars The Bad Batch opens, months have passed since the events of Camino, and the Bad Batch continue their journey navigating the Empire after the fall of the Republic. They will cross paths with their friends and foes, both new and familiar, as they take on a variety of thrilling mercenary missions that will take them to unexpected and dangerous new places. Two things. One, the ending where the fucking clone didn't want to falsify the reports and that admiral or whatever that that smoked his ass. I forgot his name. Yeah. Uh, admiral Rampart. Rampart. Um, who who told them they were dead? Do you think Crosshair said it? Said something? I don't think he did. I mean, I think they just had assumed that they were dead because of what had happened. But so does that really mean they don't it? So you're telling me they didn't pick up Crosshair and, and bring him back to the Empire, or? No, he's he think... definitely there. Um, okay. I... Second thing, you think they're taking it in the bucket by the end of the season two, or are they going to be in season three? I think he's still going to be. I think, they, I think they're still going to be around. Think so? I think so. I want Vader to fucking job him out at the end. I know, I know, I know, I know. At some point they're going to go, but I, I don't think it's going to be season. I think, I think they're going to milk them for potentially one more season. Okay, Mandalorian season three. The journeys of the Mandalorian through the Star Wars galaxy continues once. Oh, we read that already. That that earlier on in the show. So, uh, let's see. Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, uh, set during the High Republic era. Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures follows wah, wah. Young as they study the ways of the Force and learn valuable skills needed to become a Jedi. Uh, comparison, uh, compassion, self-discipline, teamwork, patience, and friendship. It will be the first full-length animated Star Wars series created for preschoolers. Oh, interesting. So that means my young son can watch it. That's good. Star Wars Visions Volume 2. Star Wars Visions is an animated anthology series featuring celebrity uh, expressions of Star Wars storytelling. Seven Japanese anime studios brought their unique bukake talents and perspective to Star Wars Visions. Um... Volume 1 launching in 2023, Volume 2, I'm sorry. Launching in 2023, Volume 2 will feature stories from creative teams from Chile, France, Japan, India, Ireland, Spain, South America, South Korea, the UK, and the US to showcase incredible animations happening across each country and culture through the mythos of Star Wars. Now, let me ask you this, Doc. We said this earlier up in the episode. All the things they could do for live action animated and we get fucking star wars young jedi adventures and visions too what the fuck are they smoking over mm. there where they're not putting out a darth vader series uh, they're not putting up a solo series but, but i they, know some some snowflake goes you know i got a good idea we should do a young jedi uh series based on the high republic for preschoolers so that's gonna make us money like what the fuck are you thinking oh and, and listen, it's it's Disney. That's all that that's all you got to think about. It's Disney. All Disney's right. main goal 
is to bring in the kids, baby. That's that. That's how they made their scuttle. You sound like a Catholic fucking priest right now. I know. That's All what right. they've done, though. Ah- Ahsoka. The Said after the fall of the Empire, Star Wars Ahsoka follows the former Jedi Knight Ahsoka Tano. She investigates emerging threat to the vulnerable galaxy. Very bland. Skeleton Crew. Skeleton Crew, set in the New Republic era, is about a group of kids lost in Star Wars galaxy trying to find their way home. Now here, do you think Skeleton Crew has a double meaning? Meaning that, because it's supposed to tie into the Ahsoka series, or we're hearing about this fucking zombie um, stormtrooper thing, Kintsugi stormtroopers. Do you think the Skeleton Mm. Crew is them? A fucking no. dead stormtroopers, or do you think bare knuckle nah. bones flying through space with the kids and the teacher? Yeah, I think it's gonna be that gimmick. Um, but do you? I'm think, saying, do you no. think the name Skeleton Crew? I know they're in the show; they're the fucking main cast of the show. But do you think the name Skeleton yeah. Crew is misleading because it really means the adversaries that these kids have to try to escape from it's, to try to get back home? Possible. Allegedly. You know, similar to The Walking Dead, you know, The the Walking Dead, the title of that comic book or the show, whatever you want to call it. Um, You know, it it was always assumed that it was referred to the zombies that were The Walking Dead. But in reality, if you speak to Robert Kirkman who wrote it, he says, no, the humans are actually The Walking Dead because there's this virus that's out there that's infecting them already. And when they die, they're going to become a zombie. So they are effectively already The Walking Dead. Mind blown. Um, allegedly, rumor has it, and it's just a rumor. No one knows if it's fucking written in stone. Jude Law is playing a young Lord Senteca. Ooh, interesting. So that may be something to... And, allegedly, Hondo Anaka is in the series too, I heard. Live action Hondo Anaka. Oh, that would be even cooler. Yeah, yeah, I love me some yeah. Hondo and Naka. So do I. Um, do all right, man. Uh, we're pretty much done. Anything you want to add? Let's wrap this bitch up. No, that's about. Oh, I got a. Uh, I'll show it to you later because I can't see it here. But it's a Boba Fett snowboard for Christmas. Oh, sweet! My wife. Uh, yeah, I'll show it to you. It's pretty dope. And then you also with your. Too? Also, I was about to say with you scooped me already with your help. Uh, you know, pointing my wife to the right direction. Direction because she knows who to go to to look for gifts. I got my cool Boba Fett backpack as well. So thank you again, Papa Dunn. You're welcome, brother. You're welcome. It's funny because <laughs> every year she comes to me, hey man, what does she want this year? And I'm trying to figure out which hot toys you didn't buy or which, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, he may have this, he may have not. Then she's like, oh my God, it's like three, four, five hundred dollars. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's what they cost. I'm like, yeah, I'm you're like, you're, you're stooging me off. <laughs> Is she there? No, she's not there. Okay, I feel like saying, "Oh man, you're such a Jew," but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you can bleep that she, out she too. So, <laughs> so she, she would have left. So then I see this heroes and villains. I'm like, "Oh, he may like something from here." And then she hits me. Says she goes, "Oh, great! I got him a backpack." And I'm like. Hot toys backpack. I'm like, eh, I hope he likes it. So I'm glad you did. You know what I mean? So yes, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. So she it's funny because last year she bought me the um the Luke and the Mando um hot toys, which a year later still has not been released. Oh really? 
Yeah, and she had gotten an email saying, oh, listen, this is delayed again. If you'd like it, you're going to have to approve the delay because, you know, we, we're going to cancel it if not. So she sent me an email. She's like, do you still want this? I'm like, well, you fucking bought it me as a gift. Yeah, I still want it. I mean, I'm not going to say no. So gotcha. uh, supposedly it's, it's going to be ne- next month, apparently. You know what? I bought really, really cheap on eBay, dude. I couldn't believe even the guy accepted my fucking bid on it. You know the Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker milestone statue? Yeah. Of him in the Return of the Jedi black outfit, the new one that just came out? Yeah, that he's standing there with the, like, the saber down? Yeah, but it, yep. and it's, it's all black. He doesn't have like the little white thing hanging off the side or anything yep. like that, unfortunately. I bought the statue for 100 bucks, Brand new. Crazy. It's a crazy deal. It's not Fuck yeah. Dude, no. He says it's brand new in the box. It's I uh, checked today. It's shipped. Hopefully, I'll get it soon. I get to put it in my glass case right next to my Bespin Luke and my my uh, uh, episode four Luke. You know, I'm 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 impressed you haven't run out of room yet. Oh, I have I've done I've done running out of room. I have stuff I haven't put up yet. I need more fucking room. You know, but anyway, this is the problem. It's the room. I know. Yeah, it's a fucking it's a bad habit, bro. Oh, you know what I saw and I could bought, but my wife was like. I don't think we need that right now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need you right now. Um, <laughs> babe, don't talk about yourself like that. X-Men uh, arcade game. One-up arcade game. The X-Men game. 500 bucks with a stool. Yeah. So I, I can tell you about those things. They they have the, uh, the one-ups. Um, there's a company that makes similar cabinets for a little bit of bigger price point but they have like fucking eight thousand games in them or some bullshit like that yeah you get the the six controller the the eight controller the four whichever one you want like connected to it you can get like one two three four players same shit um they have one around the corner for me they have like a little video game like station over there that's like some like camp thing over there and one of my friends my kid's friend had a birthday party there and i was scrolling through like the like the 4500 games they had it had fucking everything really everything. They, without the licensing yeah. they could just put it on there but they just shove it in there dude i don't know how it is it's 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 it's, a, it's basically they make the cabinet out of wood and it's a computer that's behind there that has a hard drive associated with it you boot it up it's a windows computer and it simulates the whole fucking thing and turtles in time wrestle fest fucking mega man and the shit that we played when we were kids dude, yeah everything I was scrolling through like one by one. I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. How much? I got thousand bucks. He paid like I think I think I think he paid like three grand for it, so like thirty five hundred bucks, something like that. But you got that. You you got everything. It's worth it. This was this was five hundred bucks. There was four player stations, so you have four controllers with all the buttons. I was like, fuck, I want this so bad because that was such a badass game. You know what I mean? Had the X Men cabinet, you know. The they had that one too. They had the Punisher game. They had the fucking it, it, the turret was crazy, crazy. The only other thing I saw that was pretty cool. They had a tabletop version, which is a smaller screen. It was two players. It was Marvel versus Capcom for two hundred bucks on Wayfair. Yep. So I was like, ooh, five hundred bucks. Yeah. So, but it didn't happen. So anyhow. Yeah, but if I'm gonna get ca- if I'm gonna get a cabin, it's gonna be the big one anyway. Yes, yeah, same here. Anyway, uh, let them know they can find you, right, Doc. You can find me at Dr. D-R underscore Destroyo, D-E-S-T-R-R-O-Y-O, Instagram, Alex Arroyo MD on Twitter, and Alex Arroyo on the Facebook.
Find me at Greek God Pop It On on Twitter, Instagram, and Getter, even though I don't go on Getter. Um, Demetrius Pop It On on Facebook. Uh, Greek God Pop It On is the YouTube channel. Go subscribe. Go like the uh, go like the videos, hit the notification bell, all that stuff. Uh, I threw up a couple of new things uh, this past week. Um, me versus uh, Brody King in the, from California, and me versus Big Boy. Me versus um, uh, what's his name? Oh fuck! Oh, I can't remember. I can't believe I, it's um, it's late. Fuck! Ah, uh, oh, Effie. Oh, Effie. Oh my god! It was Funny also kiss. no. It was also in California. Uh, fuck. Anyhow, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, damn it! I can't remember his name right now. Adam Cole. No, great worker. No, that match is already up there. Um, anyway, uh, pro wrestling tees. I just threw up a bunch of t-shirts. One of them was designed by Doc, the Alpha and Omega half skeleton, half popping on t-shirt. Uh. Pro Wrestling T slash Greek God Pop It On. Go get yours today. 20% off uh, beginning of the new year uh, sale. Uh, so I'll get a lower cut, but it's okay. Um, and you can find us collectively together at NFO underscore podcast on Twitter, New Force Order on Instagram, official New Force Order on Facebook. The email address is newforceorder at yahoo.com. Ladies and gentlemen, happy new year. May 2023 be a healthy one, prosperous one, and a wealthy one for each and every one of you guys. Um, the NFO is looking to make this our year. Hopefully, we can uh, kick the kick in the doorway on the fourth floor. And all you hear is Doc. Don't hit me no more. Uh, as we take over this space of Star Wars podcasting, we would like to become the number one Star Wars podcast in the universe. Probably won't happen because we're not very PC. We're just ourselves, and we don't play mm. by by the rules. But we don't mind being the bad boys of the galaxy far, far away because the bad boys get all the chicks. Anyhow, this has been another exciting edition of the new Force Order. And that's just Happy New Year. The time has come. Execute Order NFO.